So, welcome to the episode of the Encouragement Diaries where I promised you at the last one I was going to have a guest on this one. And I'm delighted to have the spectacularly wonderful Julie Seeger joining me. So Julie, hi and welcome to the diary. Thank you for having me, Libby. Um, and for anyone listening, they may start wondering why we sound alike. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that, Julie? Because we're related. Oh, very she's related. one of yeah. yeah. Julie is one of my sisters. I mentioned at the very, very beginning that the pod that the Kennedy's podcast, mm-hmm. the diaries were not about me, which is true, but they are about people in my family as well too. So here's Julie. Julie, it's great to have you because one of the things I love about you is the whole way that you appreciate things and that brings such joy in. And I was thinking about the uh, picture you've got in one of your rooms in, in your house in London and it's three cowboys on horses like with cigarettes in their mouths, it's dusk, everything's kind of twilighty. And it, these are three cowboys on these horses sitting there and the under, you know, the subtitle says, clandestine meetings of the Jane Austen Society were held every other Thursday. <laughs> Isn't that a fabulous? <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. Such a, it's such a funny thing to look at. I never tire of it, actually. It's, so, it's beautifully illustrated, but it's just so random and so unexpected. It's not really joyful. Isn't it great? But one of the things that you're brilliant at is the, your, your ability to appreciate things. So can you just share some of the stuff that you appreciate just 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 you go for it sis well i mean i think it's um living on my own i have to become creative and inventive in what i can appreciate um other than my cat and the interloper cat that has been visiting on a regular basis so Ah. um so that's um giving me lots of lots of time to spend looking at little furry creatures which i can never get enough of because my big passion (laughs) is is the animal world so i'm very lucky to share my home with um, little pussy cats, but yeah, you know you have to find joy in all sorts of things, and I love nature and animals, as I was saying. So, as I get up in the morning, and I'm lucky to have a little garden, and my bedroom looks onto that, and I can stand and watch the birds at the bird feeder, or you know whoever has been prowling the night before. But fun enough, I think it was yesterday morning. I was standing looking out when I was at the wardrobe, and. There was a blackbird very, very close, so I got my camera to, to, to film it to see what it might do. And recently I've done a few little, very silly, but they've made me laugh <laughs> little commentaries of things that are in the house and I make a little commentary to it. And I thought, oh good, I can make a commentary to this blackbird. And, uh, um, and it was doing the, the, I mean, serious acrobatics, aeronautical acrobatics to get uh-huh. the berries, the berries from the ivy. So I tried to capture it, but and it did it again, but the camera was lined up, so I missed the actual consumption of oh, the no. said berry. But it was the third, the third, the third time it did it, and the, it was extraordinary. So I, that I find hugely relaxing. Um, little robins, the usual things, but that to see that bit of acrobatics, how it managed to line itself up, that was just wonderful. So that's one of the things I like to do. Um, also, it's the just season. To, I'm just going to, inter- I'm just going to interrupt for a wee oh, second for because. We were saying earlier on about little furry creatures. I suddenly had this image of lots of little furry caterpillars just all over the place. Well, I hope not. Although I had that boxed box box hedge a few years ago, mm-hmm. and it was all in the garden. And then one day I thought it looked rather odd. What was the matter? It was a bit dead. And then within a week, it had completely died. And when you looked at it, 
it was covered in caterpillars that eat box hedge. So that's my oh, caterpillar that... story, which was oh, extraordinary. No. So they all had to be dug out, and that, as they say, was the end of them. Do you find? I mean, do you find things like um, just the fact that you appreciate things like the the blackbird dancing or taking time for that? Does that really help you counteract the kind of stresses and the strains of? being in the city or with the COVID and all the bits and pieces that go with it. Well, whiskey is a great help, Libby. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that. Yeah, and no, I think it's anything that connects you with nature or takes you out of um, the other things that you may be concerned with work-wise, whatever they may be. Yeah, I think it's always nice, particularly in a city which clearly there's lots of cars and although I you know you it's quieter at the moment you're never far away from a, a car engine or a taxi or whatever it might be so yes I think having those little moments are invaluable uh-huh. really and they all yeah. add up yeah. yeah the other thing as well too is I remember you read a poem out when we had a sibling get together for it was somebody's birthday or something and you read a it was a brilliant poem but also you were recounting a uh, it was a Chick Murray uh, oh, yes. comedy Oh yes, so and Chick, that brought yes, joy. Yes, I, I was trying to remember. So Chick Mary, to those who aren't familiar with him, was a a very well known comedian in Glasgow many many years ago. And there's a story of Chick Mary going to stay in a bed and breakfast at a guest house, and in the morning he came down and the landlady brought out the plate, the the side plate, the knife, the tea, the cup, all of it, and there was a little pot of honey to which he turned round and said, "I see you keep a bee." <laughs> I just love that quirky sense of humour, the unexpected. It really wasn't what you're expecting. So yeah, that's one of my as it is one of my favourites. Um, you keep a. That's great. Yeah, a was one about was one about faces or something? Um, oh gosh, that's a hard one to. I I can vaguely remember that one. I I probably mooger it if I tried. So yeah, yeah. I think that's one where she said that she she shows him his room and says to him, "You have a good memory for faces." And he says, "I do." She said, "That's good because there's no mirror in the bathroom." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so, absolutely. If, if, if was, yeah, but if just so so for appreciation of things that lead you to joy, what's your tip for people who? Uh, might be struggling just now, or, 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 or just a tip about where to go, a go-to place that you find great to go to that brings you joy. Well, I can at, at this very moment, which is the beginning of February, uh, anemones are in season and, in fact, available on Marks and Spencer. So, if anyone oh, is going to Marks and Spencer, so a plug for them. Plug there. And I have been buying anemones the last two and a half weeks. And they are simple joy that you can keep in the house. And the reason they're so marvellous, apart from being incredibly beautiful to look at, is they're a bit like tulips in that they continue to grow wildly, like, you know, just Ah. like corkscrew fireworks. But as they change, they change shape. And I look at them, them, I have them sitting beside my desk, which is in fact doubled up as my kitchen table, like many of us. And... um, yeah, they just change, and I look at them, and they look like flamenco dancers. They look at wild, like wild sea creatures. So, as they're sort of wow. fading and passing to, to, through their last embers, all the beauty that they produce is really quite staggering, and it lets your imagination run wild. So I can sit with a cup of tea and look at those, and before I know it, a few minutes have gone past, and I'm taken out of anything that's really worrying me. It just the colours, the shapes, all of it, really wonderful. 
Well, Julie, thank you so much for joining in on the Encouragement Diaries. I've been so blessed and such had such fun listening to your stories. And I shall go away thinking about the joke I'm going to tell you later on after we're offline all about Murphy and the French guillotine, <laughs> which is hysterical. Well, I look oh, it's really hearing that. And my parting words is a favourite quote from Oscar Wilde, particularly uh-huh. in this time, which is very useful, I think, is be yourself, everyone else is taken. Oh, love it. Listen, lots of love, I can say, because you're my sis, and big hugs, and speak to you shortly. You lots of love, Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. So, welcome back to the Encouragement Diaries and a special congratulations to all those who went out and attempted to have a nasal irrigation with the horizontal driving rain. If nothing else, you'd have come back with a very good face massage from the pummeling of all that rainwater. <laughs> and you'll have noticed a difference. But speaking of noticing things, I, I came across something I journaled uh, a while back when I'd gone for a walk with a friend he is in charge of a thing called the Oasis Hub. It's a brilliant setup. He's South African, working just in, in Grimsby, looking at uh, a completely different approach for, for working with entrepreneurs and startups. We walked along this country path, taking their baby for a walk in the buggy to, to help her get to sleep. And I asked him, what, was, what did he see? And he said to me, what do you mean, what do I see? I said, well, what do you see? He said, well, there's a hedge, there's a road, a lane. And then we stopped. And so I said, well, let, let's have a look. What is it you actually see? And he said, well, there's a hedge and there's a hedge and there's bushes. So then I changed the question and I said, well, what is it you observe? What are you noticing? As we looked at the hedge, I noticed, I noticed that down at the bottom there was a kind of a gap, there was a hole. And the hole was quite deep and it went through the hedge to the other side. So what we started to look at was what are we observing? What are we actually noticing? And the more we looked at the, the hedge, what we saw was a hedge, but what we noticed was there was a path or a route for rabbits or whatever to go through the hedge and to go into the big expanse of the field on the other side. We noticed there was a, a multitude of different types of plants entwined within the hedge. We noticed there were prickly bits, there were fruitful bits, there were flowering bits, there were places that you could get brambles, all sorts of different things just from stopping to notice and to observe. At the same time, you know, a few days, well actually a few days later, I'd been looking at a a vase of flowers. Somebody had given me some branches with all sorts of leaves and buds and things on them and some flowers, but when I looked at it I thought, I can't really see anything, what am I seeing? I can't really see anything majorly in the terms of flowers coming out with this twig. But when I stopped and I actually looked, really looked at it and took notice of the structure of the branches, what was there, what I noticed was that what was unseen at the start of it 
but if, when I went closer and looked, actually there, behind some of the leaves were these most fabulous buds waiting to come into blossom. There's a great principle here if you're a startup, an entrepreneur, if you're facing a challenge of any kind, it's a great thing to not just to see it, but to actually notice and observe the whole thing and see something in it like the gap in the hedge, which will take you through to something else, like the bud that was stuck behind the leaf that was actually going to come out into flower. And so there is something wonderful about learning the art of noticing, learn the art of observation. So you're seeing something, but then you're actually really seeing something. And you'll be amazed at the, the, the imaginative ideas that then will come not just around where the path might lead or what animals might through the gap or what might happen with the bud and the flowers, but wait till you see what happens with any business things you're doing, how your imagination will start to spark with solutions to things simply because you've started to notice and observe. And it's so exciting. And it's particularly brilliant if you're around people as well to notice and observe people. Often people are written off because they don't seem, when you look at me, think, I can't see any potential in that. But if you notice and observe somebody's life, wow, you'd be amazed at what gets unlocked. So on that happy note of encouragement, I shall look forward to my guest coming in for the next one. So take care and speak to you all anon.